Welcome to the Two C's in a Pod podcast. I am the hostess with the mostest, Chris Grabning, pastor here in Macedonia with our pastor and families, Chris Lindsay. I get the pleasure of hosting today. You do. You do. And, and you still haven't done it right. I haven't done it. Oh, presented by. There you go. Oh, it, hey. Hey, Why you gotta be on me like that? I'm Why just be criticizing. I'm just me? saying. Let me, All you do is criticize me, Chris. <laughs> let me build you up, Chris. No, you're just corrupting talk. No, you're not correct. Presented by Macedonia Baptist Church. Baptist Church is it's it's where we do all the things for church. That's it. It's where That's we it. do these things. <laughs> this is where we do the ministries. The this is where we do uh, all that. So yeah, it's been a it's a Monday. It's a Monday. It's, uh, a, it's it's always a Monday when we record these. That's right, always. <laughs> we might change it up in a couple of weeks and try to, because we're going uh, to get special guests, some, hopefully. Some, some special guests. We don't want to give it away, because I think it's going to be a great episode. Yeah, you, you probably could guess. Probably. Uh, but we don't want you to guess. We don't want you to guess. No. So just stay in the mystery. My back is spazzing a little bit this morning, yeah. a little bit in pain, but it's all good. It's all right. Jesus is still on the throne. That's it, and He's Lord over the body. And, I, I, and He's and He's sitting at the right hand at of the, the right hand of the Father, reigning. Just reigning. He's, like He's the kingdom of God has come. That's it. It's at hand. It's at here. Hand. It's now, but not yet. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, also, you know, we went to the Harry Potter extravaganza downtown. What did you think? Did you think you had a good time? Yeah, I thought that was fun. <laughs> did you think you had a good did time? Did I think I had a good <laughs> You didn't have I a think, good time, but did you think you had a good time? Uh, are we getting philosophical in <laughs> we here? We are. We are. I think are we therefore in a simulation? I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that. You got to walk around and do the scavenger hunt. It was cool to go walk into all the shops and uh, yeah. some of those shops never been into and Everybody was excited, and I thought it was fun. It was. That was on Friday. Did y'all? Did you do anything on Saturday? We didn't do anything. No, on Aiden went on Saturday. Was it any different? Yeah, they had a couple more things inside the library. Oh, okay. And um, the min- the minister of magic showed up and performed magic tricks, which always like when I saw that, I was kind of going, okay, he's supposed to be the minister of magic, but yet he's doing sleight of hand. Right. So I was like, "There's, there's no reality here." Right. You know, uh, I know at some point it's got to end, but right. You know. So it's more like a, you know, illusionist. Right. Right. Instead of right. I don't think magic, I don't think he sawed anybody show. in half. Like that would be, right. You know, that would be where you needed it. Yeah. Uh, saw so, a couple people. I get to go to actual Hogwarts this week. That's yes. You're headed to Orlando. I do. I do. I'm. I'm going to. Go and spend my whole, whole time, the whole day. No, I'm not. I no, you're going to a youth pastors conference. conference yep. It's free. It's fifteen dollars. Uh, oh, it's fifteen. It's fifteen dollars. Oh, I and thought then, it was free. No, no, it's wrong. That's what you get for thinking. I know. <laughs> I get to go to fifteen dollars. Ain't too bad. No, it's not too bad. And and they give you a free. Um, trip to Orlando after the conference. Oh, so is that that is it a firm that is they affirm a firm thing. They I do. got my email and my confirmation. So I'll be walking around Universal Studios on Wednesday. Mm. Or no, no, on no. Tuesday. Tuesday cuz you're as you're going on Sunday and then does it start Sunday night or it starts Monday? Monday. And it's an all day Monday. All day Monday. And then part of Tuesday. Yep. Nice. Yep. So, so you get to go to Universal Studios, and uh, I'm jealous because there's a couple things I've 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 been there in a long time. I want to ride that Velocicoaster. 
the new Jurassic Park roller coaster. Right. And then I've never been. Hogwarts wasn't there the last time I was there. I was long here a long time ago. So the Hogwarts thing and all the stuff that goes along with that. Yeah, it depends on what time we get there on Sunday. We may end up going a little early and going to go and mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. Sneak in. Sneak in for an, an extra extra day. Time. Yeah. Nice. Um, because why not? I guess why not. Hulk coaster is a lot of fun there. The Hulk is amazing. That's a great coaster. Shoot you out. Just does it like a corkscrew off right. the top. Yep. Like, I love me some roller coasters. I'm all about them. <laughs> You're all about some roller coasters. I am. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just talking about roller coasters. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. I think we need to get into the text. To the text. <laughs> you just, just gave me the weirdest look. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Okay. Right. I like. I, I could talk about theology for a couple hours, but, but you're like roller coasters. Roller coasters nah. Nah, it's not. It's not in my list. <laughs> that's probably not the point of the podcast. But that's a, <laughs> Welcome coaster. to two season a pod podcast. We're talking about, about roller, roller coasters. coasters. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about top five roller coasters. No, uh, we won't do that. All right, so let's go ahead and you did the uh, text uh, you preached yesterday and out of Ephesians four twenty five through five two. Uh, and really kind of rubber meets the road sermon, kind of the, the, what the new nature then looks like. Right. So this is what. It was practical. It Very it, practical. It was, it was kind of like all we had to do was read it. Right. But you did a great job, I think, of explaining a lot of that and some examples of what this would look like in really our day today. So right. I think those were, I think that's helpful because yes, it's pretty laid out here, but what does that look like for us? Because right. I think we need to think through this, you know, on a constant basis. So. Now, now, let me ask you this, though. All right. We've been given the new nature in Christ. See, I'm, I'm taking back over for some reason. But we've been given the new nature in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're free from, from the law. Uh-huh. And then Paul hops over and says, hey, you've got to do this, do this, do this, do this. Okay. thought we were free from it. What, what's, what's up with this? Like, I've got to answer, but I want to hear what you say. What's up with it? Yeah, what's up with this? What's up with you, Paul, man? Well, I mean, Holy we Spirit. talk about the law can is not is not good. I mean, I mean, the law is not good for salvation. The right. law is a good thing. Right. It's God's standard and it's what he the, the the good life that he has for us. But it's obviously cannot earn us salvation. Right. Does not earn us any favor with God. Uh, so the law is not in and of itself a bad thing. It's a good thing. And then I think in Christ, in our new nature, uh, we are then <clears throat> enabled to glorify God through the law, right? through and obedience. I agree with you. I, I think I, I, I would go a little further by saying the, the law shows us what true holiness and true righteousness looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's fulfilled in Christ. Yes. And so that's why Paul says in verse 24 that put on the new self that's created, your new creation in regeneration. Uh, you know, John chapter 3, where you're born again, um, created in the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness, right? That righteousness and holiness is not of your own, it's of Christ. Mm-hmm. So therefore, now because of that new nature that you've been created in, where the old nature was marred. The old nature was in sin. The old nature could not do no good, no, not one, right? Mm-hmm. Romans. Um, now you're able to do these things. Where before, 
your nature was fighting against that. Correct. Right? We, we, could, we could be truthful without the new nature, mm-hmm. but we weren't convicted of it. Right? We're right. now called to holiness. Mm-hmm. A set-apart living in, in the way that we live as Christians. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're to put away lying. We're to put away stealing. We're to put away all these other instances that go against who God is and what mm-hmm. he looks like. Right. And so the ultimate goal of that whole passage was what happens in 5.2 is to be imitators of God. Yes. That's it. Be who you are in Christ is that you are in the in him. Imitate the one that you are in. That right. you are imitate God. Right. Um, what would Jesus do? Right. What would Jesus do? And you have that on uh, today. You I still do. have your WWJD. I was, I was told one of the youth girls had it. Uh, she brought it for me. And she told me that uh, I could keep it as a souvenir. 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 So I'm, I'm keeping it on as a souvenir. So I won't pull the Will Smith today and come slap you. Uh, <laughs> like he slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, interesting. Uh, understandable. He's trying to defend his uh, his wife. Uh, that uh, yeah, he just straight up went up there and smacked him. He gave he gave him a good gentleman smack. Yeah, that was it. That was an open hand slap. But he he got him. I mean, it was kind of like off a master in disguise. You don't punch a man. You slap him with the open hand. Never seen that movie. You never seen Master of the Skies? Yes, I want to be a master of the skies. I want to be a master of the skies. Come yeah. on, man. Just kind of like how you just like shut me down on a roller coaster. I don't have to shut you down on that one. Come on, man. <laughs> like top ten movies. Top ten? No. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Turtle, turtle. Come on, you. I, I've heard of it. I've heard lines from it. Never watched it. Never watched Chris. Sorry, man. feel like I'm talking with the youth right now. They I don't, know. They don't yes, know. Yeah, that movies. happens quite a bit when you're like trying to talk. Like I remember, I guess it was, well, I guess this is probably a couple years ago. I was sitting there teaching the youth here at Macedonia one night, and we were talking about the Ark of the Covenant. And um, then I was trying to explain what it looked like. And then I was like, oh, wait. Have y'all ever seen Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, that would be a great that that's a visual picture of it. None of them except for one knew what I was talking about. I'm just saying one one of them and not one out of there was probably twelve or thirteen in there had seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana Jones, it's a classic. Like how why why parents of the youth of Macedonia, what are you doing? Like, do you even Jesus, bro? Do you eat? <laughs> <We're> just... <laughs> They're probably like, yeah, we're done. Shut up. We're done so, but it gets us on, you know, what I kind of failed with yesterday that you told me, like right after the sermon, you walk up to me and say, you failed. Like, yeah, you that was me. I was like, that was awful. That was awful. No, no, you did a great sermon. I think that's what we were talking about was contextualizing. Context, right. Knowing your audience. Know your audience. Right. So, so, um, so, so here, here's. here's well, I don't want to go into criticizing anything, but I think we can have this discussion right. about contextualizing. But like, at what point do you, do you just like go watch a bunch of Andy Griffith shows, or do you go watch you know something you don't normally say, say, or do you just think through a different application, like uh, with the mask 
I used yesterday, you mm-hmm. know, from the 1993 Jim Carrey movie, The Mask. Right. Puts on the mask and it embodies his whole yeah. self. That was not a bad illustration because I think what you were doing, you were explaining the illustration. You just didn't like my check yourself before you wreck yourself, bro. Well, I thought it was good. I mean, I understood it. I just, I'm about, I'm. You're mad. The Will Smith hand starting to shake. Dude. You just, you're a big <laughs> He hit me. Oh, oh, oh. Good thing there's no video. <laughs> Uh, that would be the line that we were talking about, right? We lied to our audience. No, that did not happen. Um, no, the you explained it well. So you know, because I'll use Star Wars, and I know that probably you know nobody's watched Star Wars. Well, I think there's a, probably some that watch Star Wars, but yeah, right. There's, I, I think a good problem for some of people are like they don't care about Star Wars. Well, I think if you say it enough, mm-hmm. that somebody will actually go watch it. And, right, and then there's and there's some that are just kind of transcendent pop culture. Even though you may have not seen Star Wars, you know, you know that they're Star right. Wars. So you know that they use laser swords and lightsabers. Laser swords. I'm just saying, what they may call them laser like, lightsabers. The book face. The book face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, it, so there's some things that are transcendent, kind of over. You know, so people, even though they may have not have watched it, they kind of get the gist of it. Um, but even if, but sometimes you can use an illustration that maybe people don't know. But if you explain, I thought you did well with the mask. Uh, what was the one thing we were, t- what I was talking about of, uh, yeah, the some of the lingo, our slang for us. It's yeah. not the slang that some of our our the older generation right. might the use. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. The yeah. homeboy, me calling Kane homeboy. Yeah, yeah. Me you... calling Kane a homeboy. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way I talk anyway. Right. I call, right. I call anybody. I don't think a that's necessarily a bad thing. I just think that sometimes we, I know as preachers, we got to think about who our audience right. is. So we're dealing with with the audience here at Macedonia <laughs> that's. Um, you know, we're in rural North Carolina with, you know, a lot of farming and, and a lot of, um, you know, our, our, our church is a little bit older on the, on the, we're not, you know, we love you, but you're, you're a little bit on the more, for majority of our church is kind of older in, in the generation. So we kind of have to think about these things. So what's a good contextualization of homeboy? Homeboy, I don't know. I didn't even think. Come it, on, man. Yeah. Come on. What What do you got? What's Are you asking him on the spot? I don't know. I'm just. Like, I, I, I would have to. Whippersnapper. Whipper. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes you just don't use homeboy because you're just like. You know. But homeboy is like in my dictionary. Yeah. Like, right. It's right. In, yeah. It's in my top five words. Right. To use. No. No. I think again. I, I I was just talking about. I think more like in when we're we're trying to think through. You know, how do we apply this right. for our congregation right you know so you know it would look different for us here at macedonia versus you know you go to raleigh inner city raleigh and and i could use i use homeboy in the inner city and like right everybody know what i'm talking about you know you go to the research triangle you got a bunch of smart people over and and yeah, yeah and so you probably have to think through kind of like not me yeah not me neither not me. like they would be i'd be scared to <laughs> preach there they'd be like wrong wrong <laughs> You, you said that your grammar's terrible, <laughs> awful. Uh, so that that would be the uh, anyway. But you, I think that's part of and what a book I read um, wait, a couple wait, years ago. Wait, you read something? I read something. What? Okay. What? Let's get it. Preaching with cultural intelligence. Mm. It, uh, ooh, that's that sounds fancy. It was. It was a little, fa- but it was really good. Okay. And he talked about how uh, it really gave good examples of you know if you're in a particular place, how would you preach to that particular audience and hang on hang on hang mm-hmm. on i'm the one that picks up the papers and read the papers around here yeah that's true and i failed you failed i just realized i failed 
I read the papers for that pur- purpose of contextualizing. Again, I wasn't. And 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 you said you said it was the worst thing you ever heard. <laughs> I, that's that's lying. Um. <laughs> so so here here's a good question. But what's the difference between lying and joking? Oh, that's a great. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? So my answer was. So let's say, for example, what what was the example we were using the other day? That you the chair that completely disintegrated. Yeah, while I was sitting in it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Was you said that you got mad at me, knocked me out of the chair, and threw the chair on top of. Yeah, yeah. I was telling uh, Aiden, Aiden walked yeah. into the the office, and he's like, "Check out my chair." And then I said, <laughs> "I took the chair and busted it over your dad." Right. Yeah. And I laughed. Right. And he obviously knew it was a joke, but. Could, that's, I mean, in essence, that was, is that, was that a lie? Was it the truth? It wasn't the truth. Are we but, getting philosophical in this right. point? No, I, I mean, mean, but, you know, that's, I think in that essence, he knew very clearly that that didn't happen. Okay. Like, there was a lot of Are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, but you knew I was laughing. You were laughing. I guess you could be laughing because that was funny. I got smacked over the head by a chair. Right? And it and it disintegrated. Yeah, right. So I think there's probably a, uh, so I guess that question of like, is it a white lie? I don't think it was even in a white lie realm. It was like really sarcastic. Right. You know. So. So it was, yeah, sarcasm. Sarcasm. Right. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't think that that would transgress the lying. I think it was obviously a, a very clear indication of me joking around. So, so it has to be a clear indication that you're joking around. Mm-hmm. And what if it's not clear? What if you have that type of sense yeah. of humor that's like dead? Like deadpan. You, you got right, like British. And humor. sometimes you wonder, like, oh, oh, snap! Is, is he being serious? Is he being serious? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Good question. I think maybe you'd have to learn that person then, and if like you knew that person, and pick up on cues. But I think you would have to be careful as that person that you know the person you're doing that to. So I don't know. It's a good question. There was there was um, one of my jobs. I was at one of the guys. Like if you messed up on something, he would look at you and go, "You're fired." Mm-hmm. Like the first time he said that to me. Like my heart dropped. And you're like, because like, you, because you, you talk about like, you, you're like real sensitive to that a little yeah, bit. Like yeah. you said, if I ever called you and said, "Hey, I need you to meet me in my office in two hours," like, like tell me why. And, tell but, me why. But if I didn't tell you why, like you would sit I there would, and lose your mind, right? Right. Like, what did I do wrong? Even if I was joking with you, yeah. like, and like, oh no, I just wanted to tell you, I, I, I love you. I would probably slap you like Will Smith, right? <laughs> 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 I'll just tell you, you're doing a great job. Doing a great job, yeah. Two hours later, you have, like, like sat I there sweating. I pulled out all my hair. Yeah, you were, like, <laughs> pulled your beard out. <laughs> your hair. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think that probably, knowing somebody, though, knowing that, I sh- probably ever, should never do that to you. Because I know that you would, right. you know. And, and, and. I would not build you up. Right, right. <laughs> and that's the thing with my sense of humor. It's, it's a little dry. Yeah. It's a little sarcastic, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people can take it the wrong way right. to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I developed this tick that when I meet somebody that doesn't know my sense of humor, right. I'll try to smile and then I'll wink at them. Yeah, right, right, and uh, that's that's kind of. And then you read in scripture, "Never trust a man that winks" or something like that. <laughs> Proverbs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I kind of quit winking when I do it now. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that's, I mean, that's good, but to think, I guess the overall principle would be in that regard, um, I want to communicate truthfully in, in a way that you can have fun. I think you can have laughter. I think you can joke right. around, but it needs to be pretty clear that you are, you know, joking around. But, like, you can, you know, you. I mean, there's times where you can get kind of, if, if with somebody you can kind of pick at them, pick at them, pick at them, and eventually it's too much. Right, it, and and I think that goes into the building up, speaking right to build up. Mm-hmm. Right, um, I was convicted of that because I do like to pick on people. Mm-hmm. I like to pick on Aiden all the right. time. Mm-hmm. I call him my baby girl while he's on the baseball field, and um, he he doesn't he he laughs, but after a time he he'll look at me and say, "Dad, I need you to stop." Right, uh, and I think at that point. You know, we need to remember when we're speaking, we need mm. to build up, right? Um, I've watched that with, uh, particularly in youth ministry, when I was doing it. I, I tried to be careful because I've watched kids do that to each other. And then they're fine the first couple of times, but they do it all night right. to one kid. It, that That's when it gets too much. It gets too much. Right. And, uh, and even I've done that before, too. Just playing around, but... As when everybody starts ganging up on one one kid, then it's that's that obviously you're not building them up. Right. It's um, it's an issue. So you have to be careful of that because you know they're also coming into a place you know at the church or in, in the body of Christ. They're coming at, oftentimes out of school where that stuff happens on an exponential level, uh, right. and some of them aren't joking. And so that's I always have to try to remember that to try to build up the kids. Um, you know, playing around with them, joking around, especially if they're doing it to me, you can do it back to them, back and mm-hmm. forth, you know, and then, but you can kind of tell when you've gone too far right. and you know, right. you know, so just being careful of that kind of stuff. But so long answer, I, I think that the, that there's instances where you can joke and it may not be the truth, mm-hmm. but you very clearly are making it clear. That's not right. the truth. Like you're, you're, you're messing around. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I could take a hard stance to say no joking at all like that. No joking, yeah. Uh, and and that's, I, I guess that's where Christian liberty comes into play right. in all this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we need to make sure that whatever we're joking with is is made known. Like someone doesn't go home and tell their parents, "Well, Pastor Chris picked up the chair and busted, and busted it upside uh, other Pastor Chris's head." Um, well, mm-hmm. It, it needs to be made known in the end. Yes. Like, don't have the kid go home or a person go home and, like... Think that that was... Think a... that someone right. busted someone else upside the head. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, again, is what we're doing building each other up in that? Because that was a lot of the text was, you know, all of this has to do with, in regards to the body, too. I mean, this is individual application, but it's... He says, talk about speaking the truth, for we are members of one another. Uh, I think one thing I was kind of uh, reading in uh, Eugene, my boy Eugene. Homeboy cheese bags. That's it, <laughs> with a message says <laughs> that when you lie in there, is that when you lie to one another, you're lying to yourself because you are part of one body. So in essence, when you lie, you're lying to yourself as because you are... So you're corrupting yourself, too, because you're yeah. part of that body. And all of this, again, goes back to that unity that we're called mm-hmm. to have. And I, I tried to make that point over yes. and over again, that we cannot have unity if we do these things. Yes. It disrupts the unity, mm-hmm. which sin does that anyways. 
Yes. Sin sin disrupts relationships, period. We, you see that in the fall. It disrupts relationships between Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. and then between Adam and Eve and God, right? Yes. It, all across the spectrum, horizontally and uh, vertically, mm-hmm. um, relationships are disrupted. Right. Here's a great, because we just talked about it for a few minutes earlier. Verse 26, be angry and do not sin. Right. So let's just use the contextual example that everybody's memeing about this morning mm. that happened last night at the Oscars. Uh, Will Smith got up and smacked Chris Rock because smacked. he made a joke about his wife's hair loss, right? right? And right. that her, her disease that she has and right can't control, can't control, right? And we know that often our secular comedians will use. Some of these things to try to bring comedic effect. Um, was Will Smith righteously angry, but was his response one of to to was it righteous anger, and did he respond correctly? I think I'm going to plead the fifth on this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think he he was right to be angry. That's his wife. Yes. Agreed. Um, I think I think we should also be a little agitated at. Uh, Homeboy Chris Rock. I know he's trying to be funny, but yes, there's there's some things. I I, I know comedy is is you have that realm where some things can be funny, some things cannot. Depends on who you are. There's some things that go a little too far. Mm-hmm. Um, right, what we were just talking about right. there earlier. Yeah, yeah um, maybe he went a little too far. I know. I don't think. I think Chris Rock's. Uh, his purpose wasn't to be mean to her. Mm-hmm. It was to get a laugh. To get a laugh, right? And I, I don't know at this point. You know, I don't know. Right. I think I think if I was in Will Smith's position too, I'd probably. I'd understand uh, it. I I don't. I think there probably was a better way to get the point across. Right. And I think righteously was angry. I think you'd right to be angry at it. Um. And not saying, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that I wouldn't do the same thing in that situation, hopefully, you know, but I think probably walking up on stage and smacking the dude, probably at that moment, probably wasn't the best That's, option. Right. Maybe later on, he goes up to Chris and says, hey, dude. That wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. Um, what, what I think is, that would be a good, at least a good Christian response. I don't know if Will Smith is. That, you know, I'm going to kind of make the assumption that a lot of people in that room, most of them are uh-huh. not Christian. Right. Um, but a good Christian response from that would have been, you could be like, you can even have the look of anger on your face. Like mm-hmm. if they pan to, to it and like, dude, kind of not think that was funny, but later on, just kind of bite your tongue, wait a minute. And then later on after the show been like, Hey dude, I did not, didn't appreciate yeah. that. And, um, I think, you, you know, so I don't know that that would be that, but I understand like, like part of me, my flesh part of me is like, yeah, pop them. Ow! I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a good slap. That was head. a good yeah. slap. Yeah. So anyway, I think that would that was. I was just thinking of that. That was a good contextual right. thing to think about. Yeah. Um, but how we do that? How do we? How do we deal with anger? Again, I use I use it like you, you can be righteously angry against abortion, angry against abortion, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna go punch the uh, abortion doctor. Right. Yeah. And, so and, it's causing you to sin. Right. And and and, I think and you don't hold on to it long. You don't. Um, let the sun go down on your anger, right? Mm. This isn't talking about the fact that you make sure you touch feet with your wife before you go fall asleep because mm. that's that's you not letting the sun go down on your anger right. after you get in an argument with You're them. dealing with it. 
Right. You mm. you you do you don't let bitterness take hold. Fester. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Last thing. Last Let's thing. talk about social media because I think that was a really good application. So we talked about cor- it's a lot of this in there, but corrupting talk. Let's talk about social media. How is social media um, important for us as Christians uh, in regards to what we talk about? Yeah, social media can be a good thing. We can use it for Christ's glory, um, but it can also turn into a bad thing when we start posting stuff that um, do not does not show Christ's glory, right? Mm-hmm. And I gave, I gave two justifiers of like when I go to post this, uh, could I say it to their face? Mm-hmm. And if I could say it to their face, uh, would would me saying it to their face, or could I say it to their face, or say it in front of Mama, um, or if, if Jesus was Jesus was standing right like a, beside, that was kind of like your overall, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for all of these. But uh, the second one was, would it hurt my witness? Yes. Uh, would it hurt the means in which I'm sharing the gospel? So we need to think about that when we're posting stuff about LGBTQ. Um, about Black Lives Matters, about libtards and Democrats, right? Whatever they're mm-hmm. calling, you know, right. the way we talk about other political positions. Mm-hmm. Um, in essence, the the first one we we know is wrong. It's 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 a sin against God. Mm-hmm. But we still need to show grace in the fact that they don't know Jesus. Yes, their nature has not been changed. They need Jesus. So if if what we're going to post, is that going to hurt our witness? To yes. Because if you were to, like you said, if you were to say what you said to the person that you are upset with or have a disagreement with and using name calling or any of those types of things, can you then transition to a gospel witness? Right. Absolutely not. I don't no. think that's... Uh, and that doesn't mean that on social media that you can't, make have discussion i think you need to be careful of how you bring the discussion and because a written form is a lot different than spoken form too right. so you have to communicate clearly and you have to do it well but tone is hard to bring across but that not saying you can't stand for truth or post truth or talk about truth in there we need to mm-hmm. but are you doing it in such a way that they're really are you above reproach in regards right. to how you've responded to that. So you can talk about these things, you can have discussions, you can talk about the truth, but are you doing it in a way that uh, if you were to have a conversation with that person you're having an argument with on the Facebook comment section, would you be able to then just go into the gospel with them and talk to them about Christ without them saying, why would I listen to you? You just call me this, this, and this. And also representing positions clearly, you know, and not, and so there's a lot of there's a lot of things going yeah. on. So social media, oftentimes I kind of go with the rule is like I usually ignore comment sections. I say that, but then I go and click on it, and then it just gets me all riled up. Um, so, but that's something we need to think about. And I think the biggest thing we can do as as God's people is what are we reflecting on our social media? What are we talking right. about the most? Like what are we, you know, what is our purpose with social media? Yeah, connect with friends, you know, share pictures, photos of what's going on in life. Um, but are we? Is our witness about Jesus more than anything else? But I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, and and we we need to be careful when we are if we do engage in those debates uh, about something that we don't just burn somebody and start name calling. Yes, 
Um, that's one of the quick responses when you don't have anything else to say. Mm-hmm. You, there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know, let me get back to you. Or, or you send them a private message, yes. continue the conversation, or if they're in the same town as you, you say, hey, let's meet up at the coffee shop. Absolutely. And have a conversation about this. Because that's to me, that's better. Because right. you can, it's going to look a lot different than you sitting across the table with somebody right. instead of hiding behind a computer screen right. or a keyboard. Uh, so, yeah. Um, that, that's good. I think that's a great principle to think about. Um, but social media is such an important part of... It's, it's, our, it's, it's, a, it's our biggest microphone that we have nowadays. Right. And, and we use it, we must use it to the glory of Christ. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a part of our witness, you know... Most people have under their bio, I'm saved by grace, you know, I'm a follower of Jesus, and then Proverbs 29, 11 or something, right. with like high five clapping hands because we think they're praying hands. Praying. Um, and, and so people are going to look at your social media. So if you have that, and then the other thing too, if you have that, and then you're posting stuff that uh, is straight up gangster rap and... Uh, or mm-hmm. you're doing half naked TikToks, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's or you're posting you holding a can of beer, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, right. uh, at a party. Those yeah. types of things. It, it's those are influencing the way that people see that, and so it helps. It it goes into them saying, "Oh well, that dude's a Christian. Look look at what he's posting online." Yes. You mm-hmm. know, right. Um, so just looking at how we're being seen on social media. Yeah, it's great. Um, well, good stuff. I think we're about about run out on time here. Yeah. But so, so we just remember here that all things we do, we with do. regards to this text, all the things, social media, uh, you know, shouldn't go up and smack a dude. See, well, even on <laughs> But uh, all things that we do, we want to do it to the praise, praise of, of his glory. glory.